This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we do a podcast? It's a Thursday. We'll call it a football Thursday. Why the hell not? What else are we going to call it? His name is Al Dukes. He is staring at the waves crashing on the cold shores of Bradley Beach. He's got a dog to his left that's just waiting to go out. So for now, we will discuss something. Al, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I mean, we had this long uh, post-show meeting, which we have on Thursdays, and uh, they go on and on and on, and the dog whines and whines and whines. At some point, she, uh, you know, I can only give her so many uh, treats to keep her interested. Right. It's got to go to the bathroom. She has to go to the bathroom, because I last had her out at 3.30 in the morning. It's now 10.30, seven hours. This That's dog's a long like, time. How long you go? She's been sleeping. I go. I feel like I pee every 10 minutes in the morning here. It does seem like that, doesn't it? Yeah, and then uh, I do wonder, though, if when dogs, do they look at us and go, well, I just pee in there. Like, they see me peeing, and when I sit on the bowl to poop, she'll wander in. So she's got to be, and the smell, these dogs have very keen senses of smell. She's got to know what's going on. It might. So she either either wonders, why don't you do that when we go out, just when I go on the grass, you go on the grass, or she's could be thinking, why don't I do what he's doing? Or it's a dog and it doesn't really think anything. Right. That's the unfortunate thing. The dog brain probably does not understand either way. I did watch a video on a woman who trained her cats to go in the toilet. I I have seen that. It's fascinating, actually. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And it looks weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it does work. Like, they do figure it out. It's very strange. Right. They do figure it out. They can be trained. Yeah, it's all habit. Yeah, and yeah, uh, I've seen the ones where they even teach them to flush the toilet. <laughs> Come on. Which is really cool. It is pretty interesting, that's yeah. for sure. So I saw an interesting story, Jerry, that had podcasts written all over it. It was, um, It's in New Jersey, in Washington Township, which I think I believe is down south. Is that right? Like, I, I Washington, feel like Washington Township is west. It's west, okay. But it's I feel like it's southwest, yeah, like by Pennsylvania. Yeah. In Washington Township, New Jersey... Uh, there were a group of chickens bothering people in a McDonald's parking lot. They were, quote, harassing and chasing customers and pecking their tires. Wow. Now, is is a chicken's pecker (laughs) hard enough to break through a tire? I don't think so. No, I don't think they can break your tire. I think they were just... Pecking the tire probably because it was softer, but well, I don't know. A chicken's or, pecker actually breaks skin. A chicken's pecker? Um, I think I bet you it could break skin. Yes. 
Like, if you get attacked by a chicken's pecker, yeah, are you going to be cut up and have to go to the hospital for stitches? I, I, if it keeps going at me, yes, I would. Hmm. That would suck. That would really suck. Why are you here, sir? Well, chicken's pecker just kept coming at me. <laughs> uh, definitely a rooster's pecker. A rooster, yeah. Because they, they that, seem like more angry animals. Yeah, and their beak is more pronounced. Do we eat rooster? I don't know. I don't think so. Why? I, I think it's too tough. Gamey, tough, like so too roosters muscular. too gamey, but chickens are fine. Yeah, chickens are fat. And plus we load them up with hormones so that their breasts get larger. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I was not aware of that. And then other all the pack all the packages now say no antibiotics, no hormones. Right. Yeah. I wonder I if those you. are true. I don't know what's true and what's not, to be honest. I did I will tell you last night. They all night, say it now. What? They all say it now. They all say no no hormones, no antibiotics. I also like treated humanely. Yeah, That's treated humanely. That's grass fed. They're running in the field before we rip their heads off. <laughs> it's right. Tell me about it. Smack them with a bat. <laughs> this had a wonderful life until it was murdered. Yeah. Um, I, last night was the first time that I legit wanted to have meat since I stopped. What were you craving? Well, it's not so. I had I went with the egg white omelet with broccoli and spinach, which was really good, by the way. With I had uh, some sweet potato fries with it, because my kids had um, chicken tenders with sweet potato fries. I love chicken tenders. And my wife bought one of the bags she bought were you know buffalo flavored, and I like that because they're a little spicy. Yeah. And she cooked them a little extra crispy, and I'm like, oh, you're killing me. Like that, I I was okay. I got I got through it. I mean, my omelet was tremendous, but I'm not gonna lie to you. There was one sitting there calling my name. Right. I didn't have it, but I kind of wanted it. Oh, you didn't have the crispy chicken. I didn't. You should you get the what you know one of the uh, vegan options of you know when they do these various kinds of fake meat the the chicken nuggets I feel like are pretty good well, especially if you cook them crispy and you dip them in ketchup or barbecue. So I am going to go get the Beyond Meat all those products today because I yeah. like those I like the burgers. So I saw at Dearborn Farms and Homedale that they have the Beyond Meat um, product. I think it's that product line. If not, it's another one. But they they have all sorts of things. They got burgers. They got meatballs. They've got sausage. Uh, they got the chicken nuggets. Like it looks. I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. Like, let's go. Why not? All right. Give it a try, Jerry. I like give it. Give it a try. I like vegan Jerry. Well, it's or not a, vegan. a vegetarian Jerry, yeah. non meatless Jerry. Because I'm still having. I'm still eating eggs, and I okay, will right. have the one cheese that I can. That's um, there's not many cheeses that are good for cholesterol, so I've right. kind of been off cheese too. But you know, I'll sprinkle Parmesan cheese on you know pasta or something. Parmesan Reggiano cheese. Reggiano. <laughs> Yes. I was wondering, though, like with those uh, chickens that were in the McDonald's parking lot in Washington Township, New Jersey, do you think they were pissed that there's chicken nuggets in there and chicken sandwiches and chicken yeah, salads? Well, is. <laughs> is this a thing? Are they going to now be surrounding our fast food restaurants? I, clearly, they just got chickens. comfortable in that parking lot. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why they'd be there. Someone must have left, kind of like the chicken that we talked about in the warm-up show that was in the subway. Now, did the chicken right. in the subway come from Washington Township, New Jersey? That I don't know about. But it that did would be di- really tough. I didn't want to say on the regular radio this morning, but the chicken in the subway did diarrhea. Oh. I didn't want to say that on the regular radio. Did it really? Yeah, because I know Mark Chernoff would not like us to say chicken diarrhea. All right, I'm glad you brought that up. G- I said it here. G said something today that I did not know was allowed to be said. But yes, I agree. That's it is allowed to be said, but the uh, Mark doesn't like it. 
because he said the word, you know, wussy with a P. Yeah, he called, but he used it in a, in not in a sexual term. No, no. He used it as like, like a weak man. Like you're a weak man, yeah. yeah uh, listen, I ran the dump button for many years for Opie and Anthony, the most filthy radio show ever. And uh, you were allowed then, back then, to call somebody the P word or a dick. You could call them a dick, but you couldn't use those terms as sexual organs. That's interesting. I yeah. honestly did not realize that was allowed. Yeah. Okay. I bet, well, yeah. I think today was the first, maybe one other time, maybe with Craig one time I did it. Right. But today was like, for in, at least in recent memory, the first time in a long time that I ran a moment of the day that aired that we had to bleep out. <laughs> yes. Well, Bobby said, do you mind me running this again as a moment? I said, no. I said, I'm not really thrilled with it. No. He goes, what if I beep it? I go, sure. Oh, okay. So you guys that's fine. So that's how it happened. It. We conversed. Yeah. And then I'll give you another one here, Jerry. This is a North Dakota man, a North Dakota man. Kicked in the front door of somebody after this person did not respond to his Facebook friend request. Oh boy! Well, I this was a, a coworker, an ex coworker, an ex coworker of his did not respond to his friend request, which he sent him emails going, "Please respond to my friend request." He didn't, so he showed up at his door and kicked it down. Man, I'm gonna have a lot friend of people me. kicking down my dog, my door. Friend then. me! Oh man, I went on like an unfriending spree today. But did you really? Well, anytime anything big political happens, yes, then I just go to those people who just I, I find the political people, and then I can just delete them. Gone, gone, gone. I'm now, actually deleting my Facebook page today. That's a good idea. If they're actual friends, like people that I know, neighbors, family, uh, I will not delete them. It's for the people that I have no idea who they are, and they're on my Facebook page. Right. I'm like, I don't know who this is. I don't need to be seeing their stuff. So delete. Delete. Or unfriend. Unfriend. That's Delete. What do. But, unfriend. Whatever. Uh, I have friends. never thought of, uh, if anyone hasn't responded to me, of going to their door and kicking it down. Like no, me North, neither. I got to be honest. It's never even crossed my mind. Like this North Dakota fella did. <laughs> Guy from North Dakota. Everyone knows what it's like to live in North Dakota. Yeah. Well, you, that's oh, why you, you... No, I'm saying, like, I thought you said, did you ever wonder? I said, I do wonder. Like, yeah. That's why you go and you have to kick somebody's door down if they don't face uh, book you. But... <laughs> getting aside like day-to-day life in north dakota like right. what are their sports you're watching there i guess national stuff or uh college they must really yeah. love north dakota sports are you interested in north dakota state i guess if you live there you are yeah I so would know. you say north dakota is cool or not cool i don't know i've never been there like that's why it might be the greatest place in the world it might be nice and slow and friendly unless you don't you know friend facebook people um right. I don't know. It might be a great place to live. The air, I bet you the air is probably crisp. Oh, it's crisp. Clean. It's crisp. Oh, it's yeah, crisp. I mean, it might be a great place. I, listen, I, I'll say what I've always said. If there's a movie theater, uh, uh, an Applebee's and a Friday's and a bowling alley, it's anywheresville, USA. I mean, it really yes. is. You find a Bed Bath & Beyond and a Coles. What the hell is the difference where we live aside from the right. ocean? So for you, that's different now. Right. But, but you're right. You anything live... Everywhere else is everywhere, USA. Right, especially especially if you're the type like myself, I am not venturing into New York City except Me for neither. work. So I don't know, like what's the de- like I was in in um in Nebraska last year with Rutgers, and I'm looking around. It's a cute, cool little town, and I'm thinking, oh, I could live here. Aside from the cold, it's too cold. But like looking around and seeing all the shops and the stores and the main street, um, and it's. 
it's kind of like anywhere else. It's just a little less people. It's cleaner. I don't know. That's why I think they're, for the most part, the overwhelming majority of states that people live in, they live there because that's where they were born. Absolutely. 100%. Like, there's very few states people move to. People move to California. They move to Florida. They move to Texas. And the Carolinas. The Carolinas. Um, maybe New York City. Or Los Angeles. Well, I said California already. Most a lot of California. Other than that, the the flyover states, as they say, those yes. are all just people that that either grew up there or married a man or woman who was from there, and yes. that you moved back there, or a very nice paying job was offered to you there. Oh, for sure, the job those always can zone. take you yeah. away. That is take very me true. Away. But I like how you put that the the flyover states, except the flyover Arizona. States. People people do move to Arizona. Right. Good point. I remember when I was there two or three years ago and in the summer, which was hot as hell, um, I remember I went to a Starbucks to get coffee in the morning. And inside, there was a group of New Yorkers, transplanted New Yorkers. And it was so obvious where they were from. Yeah. And it, that was their morning coffee group. And I only know it because it took like seven hours to get my coffee because they were so slow and deliberate in there that I was yeah. able to listen for like five, six minutes to the conversation. Who was going back home to Long Island? Who was going back home? I think the one couple was from East Babylon. Is that a place? That's a place. Because I think I remember that. Um, and it was just they were talking about how they'd never move back home. As hot as it is here, it's so much nicer. And oh, so, yeah, I could, I could, I could see moving to a flyover state somewhere. Our families keep us here, though, Jerry. They hold us hostage. We I would say live. right now the job is keeping me here. And jobs. The job Jobs is. and families keep us where we live. Yes. And if I didn't have kids, I could see myself asking Mark to put me on the fan in Dallas. Oh. I, I could. I could absolutely see myself. But, I, you know, my kids don't want to go. And so that certainly holds me back here. But if it was just me or just me and my wife, yeah, I would love to move to Dallas. Then we could have you on uh, as a guest when the Giants play the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> we have the crossover, and I could yell at Moose. Yeah, crossover. <laughs> you guys just yell at them. Call exactly. them names. Yes. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show. We did that this morning. You were in New York. Uh, the previous days, you did the warm-up but did not do the post-game podcast. But uh, today, you did it all. I did it all. You did it all. And tomorrow's a Friday, which you know what that means, Jerry, for the warm-up show. Cool games. That's right. I'll be singing. We'll be going over cool games. I look forward to it. Absolutely. Me too. Very All right, Jerry. Good. We'll see you tomorrow then. Peace out. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And it's actually a little bit shorter than an hour long because we don't come on until 5.04 by the time Brad Heller gets done. 5.04 on the Fan Rooney, what is up? I am back in New York City. He remains in Bradley Beach, New Jersey, holed up in his condo across from the Atlantic Ocean. Albert Jackson Dukes, what's up? 
Good morning, Jerry. How's New York City holding up? I know uh, the country is in uh, disrepair. There's riots. There's storming of buildings. I want to make sure New York City is still intact. Yeah, it was actually very quiet, believe it or not. I was curious right? as I came across the Manhattan Bridge what I yeah. would uh, encounter, and I encountered no- I saw nothing, but this was interesting. You remember when you come over the bridge when you used to drive in with me? We would be, I don't even know what the hell block it is, but you would see all the uh, the little stores that are closed, obviously, that are below the apartments uh, yes. before we make that left. Yes, there sir. There was, and it's unfortunate, and I feel very bad. We'd there was, see rats a lot of times running all, around. Not, sometimes. All, all the, the time. time rats. There was a homeless man that was sleeping on something by one of these closed stores, and he had, it had to have been a 60-inch screen TV mm-hmm. that was plugged in that had a channel coming in through, like, snow. All right. That he was watching. And my first thought is, where the hell is he plugging that into? Right. And where did he find a 60-inch screen TV? Right. I would Weird. go with a smaller screen TV. They didn't have to carry it around. Very you know what strange. I mean? Very, very strange, strange. Jerry. But that was very quiet coming in. Very quiet coming in. Okay, that is good to hear. Now, yesterday we got uh, some Dave Gettleman, who he got to speak to the media. It was his turn, and they have vowed to get Daniel Jones some playmakers, Playmakers. Jerry. I was thinking, like, if I'm Sterling Shepard, do I get insulted at that? Sterling Shepard's a hell of a player. He's a playmaker. He's a really good player. So I was like, am I think I'd probably float a text message if I was Sterling Shepard to Dave Gettleman. be like, I'm a playmaker, right? You mean get additional playmakers for me? I think you're right. I think what he should have said. Insulted. See, because it's so funny you bring that up because I literally was just going through Gettleman's sound. Is that right? I just was listening to that. Well, I listened to all of John Mara. Does he still have the Boston accent? Yeah, but here's where it gets a little bit lost with these conference calls. Yeah. Because it's the Zoom conference. You know, it's like the audio is terrible. And there's nothing we can do about it. So that kind of gets lost. Like the, the classic Gettleman with the uh, sounding like he's from uh, Massachusetts. Yes. You don't really hear it as much in this. But, yes, he still has it. Um, the, you know, the thing about it, he was at, he was asked about, well, actually he brought it up first and then was asked about the playmaker thing. I think what he probably should have said was like, we need like a star or we need one of our good young players to emerge as a star be, or a superstar. Cause they've got good players. They, I guess it's Sterling Shepard's really good, but how about this? Throw the ball down the field more. Right. You got to throw it deep. Go see if someone can make a play. They don't do that ever. Ye- can Sterling Shepard be a star? I think so. I think he can. Yeah, I think he can. I think Darius Slayton can be a star. How about that? What if they just started acting more like jerks? Then that would get them into more star quality type wide How'd receivers. How that uh, work out for Golden Tate? Golden Tate, that did not work out here. He got benched after Is he, he acted like a jackass. Is he still uh, here? I don't know the answer to that. He was he was inactive on Sunday against the Cowboys for I guess an injury. I don't. I'd have to look at his contract status. Top of yeah. my head, I don't know. But yeah, I feel like that was like a one and done type of situation. Like he was here this season, and then that was it. I don't even hear that guy's name anymore. Uh, well, I mean, he was he was here, and he didn't play all that much, right? So you might be right. Move right. on. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then there also seemed to be a little nervous that Jason Garrett's going to get another shot as a head coach somewhere. Do you think that's going to happen, Jerry? So it's interesting because I didn't hear that part of it. So that was Mara, right, that said he was a little uncomfortable or uneasy, that there were rumors about Jason Garrett possibly leaving. Yeah. I would th- see it's a weird thing. So the Giants on Sunday had a situation in the Cowboy game where they were winning the game. And they had a first and 10 right around midfield. And there was a false start, and it quickly went to first and 15. And at that point, the Cowboy defense was starting to play relatively well. 
and they got really conservative. They ran two plays and then ran some short little pass. Like they didn't even, I don't want to say they didn't try to get the first down because every play is designed to work, but they just kind of ran the ball into the line and they wound up going three and out from that point and punting. And I remember thinking, is that Jason Garrett just being way too conservative or is that Jason Garrett not wanting Daniel Jones to make a mistake at that part of the field in that point in the game where he was almost protecting him? So it's like, I don't I don't know what Jason Garrett has been. I know, like, my brother's a Giant fan. He can't stand Jason Garrett. Doesn't think he throws the ball down the field enough. Doesn't like some of the things he doesn't try and do offensively. Um, I don't know. If Jason Garrett leaves, I'm sure they can find an offensive coordinator that can do the same thing. Gettleman says, makes you a little antsy thinking about Jason Garrett leaving. Oh, so it was Gettleman, not Mara. Yeah, Gettleman. Okay, because I didn't hear Mara talk about it, and I'm not yeah. through all the Gettleman. So, all right, so that makes sense. Gettleman. Okay, I mean, I guess, listen— if they here would be the, the my takeaway from listening to Mara and and Gettleman yesterday, they are way too comfortable and pleased winning six games. Right, and that's they, what I felt about Giants fans in general that call the radio station. Well, I here's why I would say, and this is why I would agree and disagree at the same time. They had the lousy start, the zero and five start. They then started to play relatively. Well, they went five out of seven after that, and they played really good football. The problem for me is the way the, the season finished. They, I mean, you went from five and seven thinking like, all right, are, is this a real contending team? Are they really good? Have they made strides? I guess. I mean, they won an extra game or two. But at the end of the day, and I love John Mara's answer when they asked him about the Eagles, he basically said, we got to win more games. We won six games. So at the end of the day, they were six and ten. I, I don't know. Too much bow-taking for my liking if I was a Giant fan. Yeah, I felt like that all season long. Like, even when they would lose games, the Giant fan would call in and take, like, sort of moral victories along the way. Well, because well, we they've had this. nothing. Yeah. They've had nothing. And like I said, when they got to 5-7, and seven, I think there was this sense that, you know what, maybe this team has turned the corner. They lost some close games early. They're now 5-7. and seven. Maybe now they start winning those close games, and maybe they do go 8-8 eight and eight or 9-7 and seven and you know kind of finish things out. Sure. Well, that didn't happen. They actually died down the stretch until the crappy Cowboys came in. I will say that Joe Judge finished strong with his take on the Eagles, I, for Giants fans, I think. Sure. Like, uh, yeah. I think they were very excited about that. Yeah. I just, I just I wish – here's what I just wish. I just wish Giant fans would have more accountability for why they're not in the playoffs. Honestly. The same reason, if that, if this happened to the Cowboys or Washington, I mean, a six and ten, shut up, honestly, shut your mouth. It's really like I've told you. I don't. Th- I really wish, and you can you can mock me for saying this, but in Europe they have like tiered seasons, and if you don't do well enough, they move you out of conferences and leagues. So it's Ooh, not I like that. Let's get them out bizarre. of the NFL. We're not going to get them out of the NFL. I really wish there was a rule. If you don't finish five hundred or better. You're not. You don't qualify for the playoffs, right? And there's no division winner. Six and then and we ten, get to pick a team that did Ugh. in another division. Take the, the next team. best team. Yes. Like if you're, let's say, and I don't, I can't. I'm just throwing this out there. Let's say the Panthers finished nine and seven or ten. Like there have been years. Like there was a year in baseball where the Giants and Dodgers went down the stretch, and I believe the Giants missed the playoffs, winning a hundred games. And so there's a weird example, but that was a time when only the division winner won it. But you understand, like, that was yes. tough, but the rules were the rules, and they only took division winners. We're in an era now where we take seven teams to the postseason out of each conference. Like, if you were a team that went 10-6 and six and missed out, 
and you got a crappy six and ten or seven and nine team that goes to the play and gets a home playoff game, there's something not right about that. Jerry, I don't know if you heard, but it's super wild card weekend this weekend. Super wild card. Six games. Six games between twelve teams play this weekend. Now, uh, I was listening to Carton and Roberts yesterday afternoon, and I wasn't sure if Craig was joking or if he was he for real went back and looked at the Jets' tweets because the Jets uh, put out yesterday that they completed their interview with Eric Bieniemy. Now, according to Craig, he scrolled back to the last few years when the Jets were looking for head coaches and had tweeted the exact same thing out those years as well. Like, they've completed interviews with Eric Bieniemy now every time they have a coach opening. So, well, how many... So you're going back, there were at least two back, other back, times? Back, back, back. or Well, probably, I'm going to say the Adam Gase hire, they probably right. interviewed Eric Bieniemy. So that's what I'm saying. Do you tell me they Who'd interviewed they have him before, before that? Bowles? Todd Bowles, maybe. I mean, you're going back. How many years now? Back, 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 back. So Eric Bieniemy was a head coaching candidate five, six years ago? I don't know. Maybe Craig was making it up. I can't tell with them, Joe, Jerry. I don't know what they're doing in the afternoon there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it did seem funny. It does seem like all I ever read and hear every coaching offseason is so-and-so interviewed Eric Bieniemy. So-and-so interviewed Eric Bieniemy. It's like, my goodness. I don't understand why he didn't get a job last year Maybe the he Super Bowl championship. I might not want to leave the Chiefs if I'm him. Easier job. No, you want to be your own. Well, you don't want to be your own. I don't man, want to be my own man. Most people want to be your own man in charge of something. I know yeah, you want to go me. be a quarterbacks coach. <laughs> I mean, it's embarrassing. Oh, I would love to be quarterbacks coach for like a team with Patrick Mahomes. That's who I want to be. I don't want to be a quarterbacks coach for like a team with no good quarterbacks. I want to be quarterbacks. Or you know what seems like a cool coach, like a, a tight ends coach. You got like three, two or three, three tight ends on your team. I guess if you had Mark Andrews, you'd be a tight ends coach, right? I don't know who that is. Mark Andrews, you say? Is he like a Travis Kelsey type? He might be the best tight end in football. Why do I Ravens. not know his name? I have no idea. The Ravens? <laughs> all watch? I ever see is, I, I watch, Jerry. I watch Red Zone. They must not feature him very much. <laughs> yeah, sure they do. The guy is awesome. Every time I put the Ravens game on, either number 27, the running back, is running the ball, or Lamar Jackson's running all over the place. I don't know anyone else on that team. Okay. You're telling me they have a quality tight end, and I yeah, should look pull, for I'm, that. I'm actually going to pull up his stats right now. And I, should look, and I should look at being the tight ends. I feel like tight ends coach, linebackers coach. Those are two cool. Like, you're just see. focusing on that one little thing. That's awesome. Let's see, Mark Andrews this year. I'm going to pull up his stats. And maybe they're not as good as I thought, but I thought he was. Let's see. In 14 games, he had seven. He had, eh, not as good as I thought. 58 catches, seven touchdowns. He is tremendous. He is a good player, though. He's a really good player. Joe Sapanara on Twitter, who is our uh, Twitter producer. He's okay. on top of everything. Uh, he says Jets interviewed um, Eric Bieniemy two years ago. So just once. Just once. <laughs> I'm going to blame the afternoon show because at MNI was maybe not, you know, hearing it in the background. It sounded like they were pulling up a bunch of tweets from various years, well, but you're probably right. Probably I, Eric Bieniemy was a hot coach after Patrick Mahomes got there. That's fine. That's fine. I, I, You know what? At the end of the day, it still was a past tweet. So it's not like right. they misled us too badly. Right. That's fine. That's pretty funny. That <laughs> was crazy. I, I heard about the storming of the Capitol building on Carton and Roberts. They were my breaking news. Well, why wouldn't they provider. be? I'm guessing you weren't watching CBS. No, I don't. I don't like to put the TV on during the day because I feel like that's a bad crutch. Like if you're watching TV during the day, that's that's not great. As opposed to what? 
Like you watch TV at night, that's something. But if you're watching TV during the day, you're lazy. So I put the radio on. In the I background. don't watch TV at night. I only watch it during the day. So now oh. I'm lazy. Well, you, I mean, you switched you, it. I, I say you can't do both. You're the definition both. of lazy. Yeah, you can't do both. So if you're going to watch TV during the day, you can't watch it at night. If you're going to watch it at night, you don't watch it during the day. That's the way I feel like too much TV too much is no TV. good. So I like have it on in the background. I have Carton and Roberts on, and I was vacuuming. So it's like, you know, the vacuum gets loud. And then I shut it off, and though? I hear Craig go storming the Capitol. I was like, what is he talking? What? With all the Twitter time yeah. you spend, you didn't yes. see this there? I didn't. Sometimes I back off Twitter, Jerry, uh, after the show. Sometimes Take at least I a like... half hour off once in a while. <laughs> Sometimes I like to relax a little bit and not stare at Twitter. But no, I had to see it them first. Then I went to Twitter. Then I went to the news. Okay. Sounds about right. Back to them. Back. To... I was all over the place. Uh, you know where I actually saw it, which I find amazing because it's just different now? I went to my email for something. Oh. And there was a breaking news alert in my email. Like on top of you, know, I have Yahoo. Really? Yeah, like well, I have Gmail and Yahoo. I have two different Me too. accounts. I have Yahoo. And Yahoo. on when I went to open up my Yahoo account for something, it was breaking news right above it, and that's what I saw. I said, "Wow, okay, this must be something." If it's breaking into my email, and it was right, but I never saw that before. That yeah. they were breaking news in your inbox. Yeah, I have noticed Yahoo starting to do various, and they just they send another type of things too. Like, what about you want to go shopping? Look at this Yahoo shopping deal. Does that mean that like they're that. listening to us? I don't know. I don't like that. I, I don't mind them sending me breaking news. I will like, especially something huge like that. I'd like to know what's going on in the world. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad thing. I just thought it was interesting because yeah. I'd never noticed that before. All right, let's take our first break. Quarter after five, a little bit more than that. Uh, Boomer and Gio will join us at the top of the hour. Going to be a very, very busy Thursday here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, the Wonder Twins of WFAN. What's a Wonder Twin? I don't know what that means. The Wonder Twins were a superhero combination uh, from the Justice League of America when it was a cartoon. Huh. And, and they were twins. Uh, I think they were a boy and a girl. And one would always can change themselves in the form of some sort of animal. And the other one would do it in some sort of form of water. Wonder Twin powers activate. Form of uh, water. Form of uh, penis... <laughs> what was that? That's Eddie playing games with his drops. Oh, okay. I but it would be you. like they were crime fighters. But it'd be like let's say, let's say there was somebody who robbed a bank, Jerry, and they were fleeing on foot. The Wonder Twins. One of them might form an eagle. Or, so the or one a Wonder. Lake. They could fall into a lake. Wonder Twin powers <laughs> activate. Form of uh, water. Form of uh, bear. So it would be like Wonder Twin powers activate. One would be like form of an eagle, and then the other Wonder Twin would be form of uh, ice, and then the Wonder Twins would fly over, drop the ice, and then the criminal would slip and fall, and the police would catch him. And when then the was Wonder- this cartoon? This is in the eighties, seventies, eighties, seventies, and they uh, used to have to bump fists. You know, the, yeah, the really going for that bump. younger demographic again. I see. That's and, how they would activate. And, by the way, there were their names were Zan and Jaina. Uh, yeah, I'll oh. be Zen. I'll be Jaina, I guess. <laughs> 
I forget which one did which. Like which one was water and which one was was an animal. I think the water one's cool. I would like yeah. to be able to just make ice anytime I wanted. Ice, uh, create well, a lake, a yeah. puddle, right? A, a cloud. Even they could go with that. Now that would vapor. be cool. Yeah. That would. Yeah, I tell you, it was really neat. Talking about a cloud. When we were flying into uh, Lansing the other day with Rutgers. So, you know, you know when you fly and you're above the clouds, how just gorgeous it is up there. And all you can see forever. You can see the sunset. When we went through the clouds, first of all, it felt like it took a half hour to get through this monster cloud formation. It was so dark, dank, and dingy. <laughs> when we got under the clouds in Michigan, it looked like the end of the world. You were and- in the middle of a Michigan storm? It really wasn't even a storm. The storm had passed in terms of the snowfall. It was, but it was just miserable. And, and literally, in the span of like five minutes, it looked so gorgeous and peaceful to just ugh. And it was so bizarre. I don't know. I found it just weird. And you're welcome to Michigan. Well, and that's usually the case. Michigan this time stinks. Of year, ugh. You well, it was right? so it was so empty there. It was just God. It was depressing. Now, Michigan's probably one of those states that no one moves to on Retire. purpose. <laughs> no, I think like you go I there if you get a real you grow up there. Right, you're either born there or you get like a job you can't refuse money wise, and it's in Michigan. Well, I, th- That's yeah, I think if you get a good job in Detroit, like you might get a good job in New York City or Los yeah. Angeles. You live in a suburb of Michigan. There are nice places in Michigan. We were there for the Super Bowl. I forget what town they put us in. I was there. Was that the year I was with Rich Ackerman? Hmm. No, I was. You were Kevin with Kevin Burkhart. Burkhart. Yes, Detroit was Kevin Burkhart. We had, we did have a good time, but I we heard. were at a hotel that was in the suburbs. We were nowhere near anything. It was actually very nice, just like where you live is very nice. It's not New York City, but it's, that's why it's very nice. Well, and that's why the suburb of Detroit was very nice because it wasn't Detroit. These Detroit was one of those but, was one of those cities uh, when when you would first get started in radio back when in radio you had used to have to travel all over the country in order to keep moving up in the world, and Detroit was one of those stops that for was a lot a of stop. people. Yeah, isn't that from Mitch a big Album's market? From? Uh, Mitch Album, yep. Yeah, but they had a, a sports uh, sports talk station there. Still do. Um, Howard Stern went through Detroit at one point. Hmm. Well, all the big stars, Jerry. I mean, it's a, it is a big city. It's not like it's, you know, podunk that, Iowa. That place would have eaten me alive, Detroit. Why? Oh, my gosh. You could have Me found trying nice to survive sub- in Detroit? You've been surviving in New York City. Yeah, I and suppose. Plus, Good point, Jerry. You would have lived in some little ritzy suburb, and yep. you would have just traveled in and out and just yeah. not like the city. Good point. I love this idea by Sean Payton, Jerry, although some of the beat writers seem to think he was playing. And he wasn't. He wasn't. No. Sean Payton said that uh, he and the Saints were trying to consider a way that they could quarantine 50,000 fans in hotel rooms, and then they could all come to the playoff game at the Superdome. Now, I like this idea (laughs) had he said 10,000. No, he's got 50,000. You can't keep track of, you can't even keep track of 10,000, but it's a lot less than 50,000. I understand what he was going for, and they weren't joking. Right, because so some of the reporters thought uh, they were like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, well, and he was like, that's why is that not possible? When I saw that on your on your show sheet, I thought it was a joke. Right. And then I went and read the story, and they legit looked into it. And, it's, and, and it makes sense because hotels are empty right now. Yeah, let's get 50,000 people in there. So if you're the Saints and you're worth a lot of money, why not give it a try? I mean, think about the home field advantage they would have based on what we've seen this year. The only right. team that had fans... 
that would approach those numbers were the Cowboys who put 30,000 in their last home game. No one else, I don't think, put more than 12 in, and that was the Bengals. I think the Browns do about 8 to 10. That's it. So if the Saints all of it, and I think you can tell me what you want about the Saints, and, and G's probably right. I'm sure they'll go out in the divisional round. Who knows? Boomer thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl or at least did at one point. I think they're going to obliterate the Bears on Sunday. Um, but could you imagine if you put 50,000 screaming fans that have been dying to get to a game on top of that? Yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, so he wanted to quarantine them in hotels, and then when they come to the Superdome, uh, do a rapid test. And if you pass your test, you come right in and have a good time for yourself. Yeah, the problem with Love that, it. here's the problem with that. 50,000 people in rapid te- These rapid tests don't, they're not instantaneous. No, I know. That's so what, what do you have, a big banquet room? Take your test and we'll let you know in 30 minutes if you passed or not? Yeah, maybe like you show up to the Superdome super early. You get your test. You go outside. They call your number like a deli, and you come in and you go right in. And you it's 50,000 right people. That's a lot of people looking for bologna. It's true. That's a big deli. Well, I'm saying you take a number like a deli, and they go, order number three. When you go to the deli at the you supermarket. what 50,000 people looks like. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Did he say three? 3,003? 2,023? And especially if it was like how they make announcements uh, in the New York subways, you'd be like, Looking for Saints, Saints fan number 2023. What? It's not just the New York City subways. You ever been on an NJ Transit train? Yeah, why are they not clear? Now, it's better. The last time I was on the train, they actually had the automated announcement, which you could hear. Yeah. But when it was the person, you couldn't understand a damn thing where you were about to stop. So I like when they do like the transfers, too. They'd be like... Next stop, uh, Times Square, first one the ACD, the FDB. If you don't know where you're going <laughs> you're already, screwed. you've got no shot. I agree. The Could only you... thing I used to get is at the end, watch the closing doors. Yeah. Always. Ding, Be clear ding. the closing doors. Could you imagine if you were from, and people come here for vacation all the time. I know it's, it's right crazy. up on your list. Uh, if you're from Illinois or if you're from South Dakota and you come to New York City on vacation and you think you're going to ride the subway system, you might end up in Jamaica, Queens. Very easily, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I like the people on the subway that are they, they get their maps out. You're like, oh, my God. Do I feel bad for them. not to pick a map out on the subway? You're a mark now. I know. It you doesn't look mugged. great. I know. Did you see there was chicken on the subway the other day, and it was uh, uh, going to the bathroom? It was on the four train, and it was going to the bathroom Who on the train. puts subway on the train? Uh, no, I'm sorry. A chicken. I mean, a chicken on the train. A chicken on the train, yeah. That, no, I didn't We don't know. That. I don't know how the chicken got on the train. Well, I mean, you know, clearly it either walked on or someone put it on. There's no way the chicken knows how to go down into the subway on its own. Someone had to put like, it. Where the would chicken a chicken on. come from in New York City? Chicken coops. No, someone's car. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Someone thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. Let's get this chicken on the train. Uh, Jerry, in other related um, attendance news for NFL playoffs games, uh, Governor Cuomo has backed out. Yeah, we of had going- to. <laughs> no one wanted him. <laughs> The Governor Cuomo, Jerry, has backed out of going to the Buffalo Bills Wasn't there game. a petition signed to get him out? But there was a petition, Jerry, of fans that did not want him going to the Bills game, and it had a handful of signatures on it. <laughs> How many? 40,000. <laughs> so funny. instead, the governor is giving his ticket to a nurse. Good. Then that's where it should go. And that's so I great. think they get like 
I think I saw the number was 6,700 people yes. are going to be. Correct. Now, will they be able to tailgate and throw each no, other through tables? No, I don't think that's allowed. No. Light fires. There will be, and... I believe there is no tailgating allowed. What? I, I think you are allowed to come to the stadium, park, go in, go to your seat, watch the game. Those people are going to be nuts. Yeah, they are. Bills fans who haven't been able to do anything all year and you, their team is good. And Holy you watch 6,700 people is going to sound like 50,000. Yes. I really believe that. Because hope, man, they've been waiting a long time. I hope they don't throw it, throw any marital aids in the end zone like they've done in the past. Well, here's the thing: it's going to be very easy to identify who threw it. <laughs> who threw that marital aid? Oh, the one guy in section one ten. <laughs> Get him out of here! <laughs> the one guy. <laughs> <laughs> I That's love Bills funny. fans. They're like one of the top NFL fan bases in the in in all the NFL I think. Yeah, I they're put, crazy. Put Bills. Yeah, I love any team that has like where their fans have an actual identity. They're playing the Colts, right? They're yes, playing they're playing the yes, cuz Frank Reich is back to Buffalo. By the way, weather not an issue this weekend in Buffalo. 37 really? degrees both days and sunny. Mm. So, no snow, Damn. no issues. So those 6700 people, yes. it's going to feel like midsummer for them. And right. they can go in and just enjoy themselves. That one year I went there and did a game. It was so cold. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and, and you f- forgot a jacket. You had to go buy a jacket at a at a Buffalo area. I went um, to Coles. Coles. I went to, it was I don't think I don't think that Coles was more than two miles from the stadium. So it worked out fine. That was where I saw the barstool trucks parked in the parking right. lot as they were gonna head over. Um it was the barstool. I guess the guys were from Massachusetts at the time. I don't know. But they were there for the Patriots. And so I parked right next to, and I took pictures and sent it to you, I think. Yes. I parked right next to those trucks. I went into Kohl's. I bought a jacket because I don't know who goes to Buffalo in the middle of December and forgets to bring a jacket except numbnuts over here. Although, in fairness to me, if I remember correctly, because I drove there, when I left my home, it was one of those warm December days. I think it was like 50 degrees and sunny. I wasn't thinking clearly. So my bet on then that. Then you went to Kohl's, you bought yourself a jacket and a marital aid to throw in the end zone. I did not buy that. Well, Although that would have been cool if I would have thrown it right. Because I think the TV booth was right next to me. I think Nance was next to me. That would have been cool. They could have blamed him. I hope someone throws one on the field. Just for old times. For old times' sake. No, it's not of people. I think the NFL would let it go for old time's sake. I don't think it's going to happen. They'd have the guy arrested. He'd be like, but it was for old time's sake. Good. That's your defense, sir? Yeah. Get in jail. (laughs) Goodbye. All right, quick break. 25 in front of six. Boomer and Geo at the top. A lot to do on a Thursday on The Fan. Al and Jerry, number one with people up early and working out. If you're not listening, you're probably lazy. Oh, I would agree. Most people are That's lazy. True. I mean, we know that. We know this. Although I did get on my Nordic track bike yesterday. And I got to tell you. Let me ask you this. Did you have to take clothes off at first? What? Like you know, most people with their Nordic tracks and things, it just becomes a place to hang their clothes. Oh, no, 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 not at all. My wife uses it almost every day. Oh, so okay. No, no, not at all. I have not used it often. I would say that was probably only my seventh ride, eighth ride, but I did do that yesterday. Um, so I was not lazy. But I got to tell you, this biking thing looks easy. What a pain. It's hard. Yeah, I don't like biking. Okay. It's a lot of work. Hurts your thighs. <laughs> it does. And here's the thing I find out about that I, that I have found for me because I'm not in shape. And that's I hope that'll change. Within like three minutes, like my legs are burning. Yeah. And I'm looking, it's... I got 32 more minutes left in the ride. <laughs> and she's like, you know, and then the instructor will be like, all right, now we're going to start to work. I'm like, start to work now. Like, my legs are killing me. 
But that's the way I know all these exercises work. Like even if you are somebody who's a runner, like when you first get out there, you may end up running five miles, but that first mile is brutal. Got to get over the hump. Got to get over the hump, Jerry, of that very first part. I don't find myself getting over the hump with the biking. Like, I legit have to stop for 20 seconds every five minutes. What are you listening to? Maybe you need more music to pump you up. Uh, It depends. It depends on if I like the instructor, I will just listen to her. Or if I will listen to or I'll connect the Bluetooth for my phone and listen to music. Yesterday, I had the news on, so it kind of had my attention. But that doesn't... Like, I love this when people say, well, just watch your listening to something. You won't even realize you're exercising. Yeah. Oh, nonsense. My legs were on fire. I could have been watching Jesus coming to, to earth. My legs were killing me. There and- was a very short time where I started running before, uh, right when the pandemic started, I w- and, and I started doing some running, and I'd be running on the treadmill and things. I would have to take a towel and cover up the clock, because otherwise I would just stare at the <laughs> clock. Like you're saying, when you go, oh, I still have 32 minutes left. Like, I did not want to see that. That's actually funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind it because I tell myself, you can do anything for 26 minutes. Right. You know, that's that's the thought that I have. And then it's like three minutes later, oh, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. Not in a row. Not 26 no. minutes in a row. Exactly. But I did finish. So I was very happy about that. Jerry, Brooklyn Nets star Jared Allen. You know him, right? You're a Brooklyn Nets fan. Yes. uh, This is Tuesday night, not last night, but Tuesday night scored 19 points against the Jazz. And and 18 rebounds. 18 rebounds, and he credited having uh, pasta with Alfredo sauce instead of his usual pesto sauce. Changing it up made him uh, uh, score a lot of points Tuesday night. Right. Alfredo That's sauce is very heavy. Very There's, heavy. That is, cannot be a good pregame meal. Pretty sure he was probably joking. You think so? Yes. Or maybe he First was just all, a, a light the, amount. The pregame meal is four hours before tip-off. All right, so four hours before he has fine. himself some nice pasta and uh, Alfredo yes. sauce. I can tell you every pregame meal that I've been around for the last 17 years doing college basketball, it all it's always the same. It's grilled chicken. It's broccoli. There's some sort of potato. There's a pasta with your choice of sauce, and there's salad. It's the same pregame meal every single time. Right, but he usually goes pesto sauce with that pasta sure. you mentioned. He he went Alfredo sauce right, this time. Right, changed it up. Changed it up, yeah. and it worked. Pretty sure that had nothing to do with him playing well. This reminded me. Now, think back. When, when I was going to Indiana State University in the early to mid-'90s, we had, you know, we were college students, so we didn't have a lot of money. And there was an Olive Garden in town, and they have, you know, free bread. Like you could get breadsticks on a salad, and it would be cheap. Yeah, be like four bucks. Four bucks. So in my graduate uh, school class, there was a uh, mostly women, and then it was me and one other dude. So we used to all go out to you Olive must Garden, have been hitting up a lot, huh? Mostly women and no. you another one other dude. Yeah, no one was interested. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Like, look at this numbers game. And how many? Nope. All right, no one was interested. That's fine. How long were you? Full year? Two you're years. About? I two was there years. two years. How many girls did you date? Being you were the only other guy. One. One. Yeah. In two years. Yes, that was the girl I moved to Florida with, and then she broke up with me, and I knew no one. Now, was she the one that you were going to get that you got engaged to? Nope. Was she the one on the cruise ship that hated you? Nope, that was the engaged one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the engaged one was the one that hated you on the cruise ship? 
Uh, yeah, probably. And there is not a worse feeling than being oh, in a yeah. fight on a cruise ship where right. the only place you can go is jumping overboard. Yeah. <laughs> you are stuck there. <laughs> you could even see, like, you know, sometimes, like, on Google Photos, it'll show up, like, uh, 16 years ago, you did this. <laughs> and just the sourpuss on, on everyone's face <laughs> on that cruise. <laughs> That's the worst when you spend money on a vacation and, and like, you stinks. fight with your family or, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh, I just paid all this money. Did you at any point contemplate... Like, I don't know. I don't know where your cruise went, but let's say you were in Jamaica. Did you at any point contemplate, you know what? I'm just going to go to Ocho Rios and not go back to the boat. No, but I will tell you this. Every day at sea, she had her bag packed and told me she was (laughs) (laughs) flying out from the next island. (laughs) Boy, I hope you had the drink card because you needed it. I'd come back to the room and the bag would be packed. She'd be like, when we get to St. Martin, I am flying home. I was like, oh, no. And you were engaged to this woman. Not at that time. Not at that time. And you, well, hold time out. You went through all this and still thought it was a good idea to get engaged? Twice. I did. <laughs> you jackass. Perhaps. Wow. Perhaps. That's rough, man. Well, you made the right decision. But this reminded me, this Jared Allen eating uh, the Alfredo sauce reminded me that when we were those college students, and, and just think now, like, we must have had no concept of diet back then. Because all of the women and me and the other guy, we would go to the Olive Garden to eat breadsticks, and we would, everyone would order a side of Alfredo sauce to dip the bread yeah. in. Oh, my gosh. That'd be three thousand calories we were yes. consuming. Well, we didn't count. We didn't know anything about it. that. Was we why, didn't right? No, and that's why, like, when Weight Watchers came out, what was that probably in the mid eighties? Weight Watchers got big, maybe late eighties. We didn't know anything about anything nutrition. It's also why, at least in my opinion, I could be wrong. Between smoking and horrendous diet, it's why our grandparents look so much older than our parents yeah. look now. Alfredo that's why sauce. You, you're fifty one. I'm right. sorry, you don't look. Like, I think, I believe one of my grandfathers, I believe, passed away at 50, 55 or 56. I look at pictures of him a couple of years prior to that and think he's basically the same age you are now. Yeah. He looks like he could be your grandfather then. Yeah, so it's cigarettes and Alfredo sauce, those two things we had no concept of. This Jared Allen's got to be careful. He's going to blow up. Well, and also think about all the fried food we ate and also the fact that we would save the oil that would harden (laughs) to reuse it to cook. Oh, yeah, the fryer. My mother would just put it under the sink. Oh, my God. So, yeah, (laughs) we didn't know anything about anything nutrition-wise. Yeah. That's got to be careful. That's why it's nuts when we still, and I struggle with it too. My weight goes up and down as well. You sit there and say, we have so much knowledge. Why are we still so stupid with what we put in our bodies? Even though it's better than it was, it's still not perfect. Yeah, I'd like to set up an interview with Jared Allen just to tell him to stay away from the Alfredo sauce. It's very heavy. It's creamy. No, he's fine. He's, you know how many calories that guy's burning every day? A lot. Those guys, I would bet an NBA and a college basketball player, even a high school basketball player when they're in season, they must burn five or 6,000 calories a day, wouldn't you think? I would think so. I mean, they're running nonstop, sometimes too. Like on game day, for instance, you've got they go for a shoot-around practice for a full hour, and then you've got warm-up and a game later. It's almost like two big sessions of basketball. Pretty wild. And how, and how about the New York Knicks? Again, I take to Twitter this morning, between the storming of the Capitol, the only other hot item was the Knicks with another win. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about that, too, is the way they won. They were down big. They came back late. Austin Rivers was electric, as they say, with the three-point shot. It's a shame the fans weren't there because that place, yeah. you know, the one thing about the Garden, it is loud. 
And when they're good, it can be electric. That would have been like that last night. And they're five and three, and they're playing well. And Julius Randle's been awesome. They were down 18 points at one at one point. Yeah. Austin Rivers, it says here, Jerry, I read this right in the newspaper, 14 straight points he down the four stretch. four threes in a row. Whoosh, I would love to be able to hit a three. That's pretty neat. You would realize you rather, how far a three is? Uh, I, have, I have seen it. It's, it's quite a distance. Have you ever shot one? I have. Not easy. Yeah, I've shot one with no one guarding me. Yeah, well, now try it with a guy with a hand in your face. Would you rather have a a three pointer to end the game, or a like a you do a you steal and go down the length of the court and slam dunk it for the win? Six and one half dozen to the other. They're both equally like both. awesome. Yeah, I think the three because anyone can dunk. Well, how about all right? Think about Kawhi Leonard when they won the title. That was pretty cool. Refresh my memory. <laughs> three pointer. Eastern Conference uh, champ, uh, Finals uh, hangs on the rim as he's falling out of the Remember corner. Remember the ball? Oh yeah, it was bouncing out. It was in Toronto, mm-hmm. in the corner of the in the corner. Of the end. In I'll the take your word for court. it. <laughs> and then uh, Joel Embiid wept. You don't remember that? I don't. Wow, and we were on. That's because I, I, if it was a three pointer, I would have remembered the slam dunks. I don't know. I think it was. It was. I don't know. Yeah, if it was a uh, long, I think uh, it was a three from it the was, corner. Yeah, his foot might have been on the line. I don't know for sure, but he was in the three area. It, absolutely, sure. it was, it was fall, yes. falling out of yes. Oh, and, they, and they now the I vaguely great, remember. And they had the great slow motions where you could see the face and the ball hanging in the air, and Leonard looking. Man, that's funny. Okay, I, I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I honestly thought you would have remembered that. Do you think the guy who invented basketball imagined people slam dunking, or he, he no, saw it more as like rules. no? It wasn't when did when it did we all start allowing? Yeah, which, let's make it illegal again. And there was no dunking. three point shot until what the oh. late seventies? Yes, ABA sound about right. So there was no three point shot, and you weren't allowed to dunk. So it was just all two point shooting. Yes, that's what, what a the simple game, game. Was. and there was no shot clock. So you'd have very oh, low scores. I don't, like. I don't care for that either, especially if you get up late and you just kind of stall. Ugh. Yeah, and then that's they no just good. keep passing the ball all around. That's yeah. no fun. Four that, corners, yep. That's no fun. I, I don't care for that. All right, we Triangle. got to take a break. Uh, yeah. no, we have four corners. Though. Four corners. Not triangle, triangle is a Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Yes, Eddie's talking about the stall ball. Stall ball. Stall ball. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and get you to Boomer and Geo. For your fun Thursday. Right now, though, we have an Amy.com. <laughs> a radio... Go to Amy.com. <laughs> God knows what you'll see there. Uh, radio.com Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence talking about Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> it's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFA. Oh, we got you a couple more minutes. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. Last night, the Knicks win again. They're now 5-3 and three through 8 games. Good win, too, as they beat Utah. Julius Randle played well. Austin Rivers played well. Blah, 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 blah. What else you got, Al? Jerry, when it comes to the NFL, I'm normally a fan of the offensive players. I love quarterbacks, running backs. But I'm a big fan now of this Chase Young on Washington. He's a mouthy kid. Love I it. love it though, but he's you know people are criticizing him for saying that he was he wanted to uh, take down Tom Brady this week. Who's criticizing him? I saw some criticizing. All I saw was Bruce Arians say, "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah, and he says, "You know, I'm excited to go against the best." And I love this quote, Jerry. You think I'm not excited to play against the goat? You tripping? <laughs> you tripping, Jerry? I am not tripping because I'm not a Washington fan, nor am I a Tom oh, Brady am. fan, so I don't care. I'm both. Uh, I'm, I'm very a Bucks much fan. 
I'm looking forward to the game, though. I can tell you that. Yeah, I'm a Bucks fan, Jerry, a Washington fan. I like the Giants and the Jets. Fraud Grew up a, a Cowboy fan. fan. You're so, not a uh, fan of anything. A lot of potential for teams of mine to be in the playoffs when it comes to the NFL and baseball. I just like the Mets, but in football, Jerry, I like all the teams. I don't even know who to root for in this you root Washington. For the Yankees, if it's good for for you, time out a second. <laughs> when the Yankees were winning, you said we could use them to win tonight to get another series. I'm rooting good for the point. Yankees tonight. Yeah, I do root for the Yankees. That's true. So you're not a Met fan. You're a, you're a whatever benefits Al fan. That's and I got to tell you, if when I was a 12 year old Al, if you told me someday I'd be rooting for the Yankees and the Giants, ugh. That guy, that kid would have no, that, flipped no, no. you off because he was had, hardcore. That, right, that kid stood for something. <laughs> you stand for nothing. <laughs> I don't know about that, Jerry. Well, not fan-wise. You, Jerry, you tripping. You tripping. <laughs> Please not, stop saying that. <laughs> to me, that's one of my favorite games this weekend, Washington against uh, Tampa. Yeah, that's Saturday night, right? Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, I'll make that a date night. That's it. And Rutgers plays. I was very noon. How good is that? Ooh, I'll be home cool. for almost all the football on Saturday. You get two full days of football this weekend. That's what's awesome. All How day long that? Saturday, all day long Sunday. You tripping. Your home for every NFL playoff game is the fan.